ready to create the impactful and profitable business you've been dreaming of? It's all possible. We've done it ourselves after leaving careers in law and clinical practice. Like many other professional women, we wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our growing families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. For us, that looked like founding software companies, but for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other ambitious women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow an online business that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And this is the Soulful MBA Podcast. We love making this podcast. It's our favorite thing we do each week. We've received so many heartwarming messages from you about how our episodes are impacting you, and many of you are asking what you can do to support the show. Please tell your friends about us, share on Instagram or Facebook, let them know what you're learning. But the very best way to help is to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head on over to soulful.mba slash iTunes to leave a rating and review. It only takes a moment. The more reviews we receive, the easier it will be for others to discover the podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. We look forward to seeing what you build online. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Soulful MBA podcast, Office Hours Edition. Today's episode is all about pre-selling. I'm Jenny Barcelos, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sandy Connery. Hey, Sandy. Hello, Jenny. Hi, everybody. So this is actually going to be part one of a two-part episode. Next week, we will air part two of this conversation. But pre-selling is something we've been wanting to talk with all of you about for kind of a long time. It's a little bit more complicated than some of our other conversations, I think, because it just implies that you have a digital product or offering already to sell or you have an idea about it already. But it is a concept that we think is immensely powerful. So the whole idea of pre-selling is selling a product to your audience before it's finished and sometimes before it's even built at all. Yeah. Is that not cool? (laughs) It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Pretty radical. I think that this concept allows people to start something when they don't have the money. You and I both pre-sold to start our respective software companies, and it worked. And we didn't have money to do that. There's a lot of advantages, and we'll talk through those, but it's a really amazing way to get started when you just don't have the money to start. Yeah, and Kickstarter and Indiegogo and similar crowdfunding platforms are built off of this same conceptual model. But you don't need to use a platform like that, and you don't need to sell to the general public. You can simply take your existing followers, community, audience, students, clients, and you can, based on what they're telling you, they'd like you to create for them, you can start to pre-sell that idea. And then when you collect enough money that it feels like the idea has been validated, you can start to build it. And I love this concept. In fact, I wouldn't build anything without doing this first. Personally, I like the security of knowing that I'm making something that's going to make money (laughs) if I'm gonna spend all Mm -hmm. the time doing it. And you know, it's funny, I was on a panel recently of female founders, and one of the similarities between all of us that came out in the course of that conversation in front of a room of other women was that we had all pre-sold our products. And not everyone uses that word, 
but every single person had sold to one company or one customer. They had sold something. And then that was the impetus for them to turn it into a larger offering. So I just think that's really interesting. Um, you can do this, I think, if you have the kind of business where you work with big corporate clients, you could just pre-sell it once and make it really custom or bespoke for that audience. And then what you could do is, as long as you have the IP rights to what you've created, you can take it and then make it generic in general and offer it out to your community as a whole. We've not done that, but we, the way that we've done it is we've come up with a sketch. So you invest initial time and energy to specking out a product, program, or service. And then we've offered that spec out to our audience, to people who've said they're interested in working with us. And then from there, some of those people decide to buy it before it's built. It's really a powerful tool because it builds a sense of community for the product itself or the offering itself. People really feel invested. They feel like they get to help shape what it ultimately becomes. And they usually get to buy it at a less expensive price and have special perks for being in that founding circle but you also get the benefit of knowing that you're not taking a huge financial risk or time risk and creating something that nobody buys. Yeah, I think the key word is validation. Going into a new project or a new endeavor, knowing that people are willing to buy it is, I mean, immensely <laughs> valuable, right? Like you know that this is going to work because people have already put money down. If you are building something and if you are asking your community, your followers, your existing clients, if they would buy this, they often just say yes, like, yeah, and they want to support you. So if you bring to them an idea like, hey, I want to take this idea online, would you be interested? Many, many, if not all of them are going to say, yeah, I'd buy it. Yeah, I'd buy it because they don't want to disappoint you. They don't want to hurt your feelings. They don't want to say no to you. But it's a different story when you ask them, hey, this is available. I'd love to invite you in as an inner circle or a founding user or a beta tester. Would you actually buy this? And when they say yes and give you the money, that's the level of validation that you're looking for that says, yes, this has product market fit. This is going to be sellable. Yes, exactly. And the scenario you described at first, Sandy, where you're saying, um, I have this idea, I wanna make this, what do you guys think? That's a leading question. That's what we call leading question in polling and it always yields unreliable results because people are inclined to say what they think you wanna hear. That's just human behavior 101. It's not that people are trying to deceive you, there's nothing wrong, it's normal, but the only way you really know if your idea is validated is if there's an exchange of energy, i.e. somebody pays you for something. This is one of the harder things to teach our clients because not everyone wants to do this. Going out and trying to ask people to buy something before it exists is, it feels risky, it feels hard, versus just making something, putting a price on it, and putting a link out on the internet feels less risky. This podcast is brought to you by the Namastream software platform. Namastream is an easy-to-use platform that helps you build and sell your own courses, memberships, and live stream programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. You can learn more at namastream.com. A lot of times pre-selling conversations take place one-on-one, -on -one, either through a direct meeting or a direct one-on-one -on -one phone call. This is where you have to put your saleswoman hat on and ask for the sale, right? in a lot of ways more risky to do this, like emotionally and psychologically than it would be to just make what you think people want or what you feel like making and then put it up for sale or send an email to a list. 
that's far more removed and in many ways safer, but it's actually not safer from your business's standpoint. That's basically what we wanted to share with you about pre-selling, and we wanted to give you one more tip in this episode, which is how do you decide what to build? So Sandy, we have some advice for folks on this as well. Yeah, so when you are deciding what to build, you absolutely have to figure out what it is that people want. So you want to ask questions, really, really specific and targeted questions about what people are experiencing and what their pain is. If you ask them a question, would you buy a course on lighting your photos? They're probably going to say yes. But if you ask them in a way that pulls out their pain points, so what do you struggle with when composing your photos is a very distinct difference. And that is going to get them to tell you what they want. Mm -hmm. So that's a better way to collect the data than you filling in the answers or filling in the blanks for them. Yeah, that's right. It's easier to sell a product that addresses an existing pain point than an aspirational product. So it's easier to say, I'm going to sell something that's going to get rid of your back pain than to say, I'm going to sell something that's going to make you healthier and happier or have more longevity. People are much more inclined to make a purchase if they're alleviating an existing pain, whether that's physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, you name it. I think a lot of us in sort of our community, Sandy, we're inclined to want to create offerings that are aspirational. I know I do. I don't want to think about pain points. I want to think naturally about aspirational ideas and like what could the world be like if we did X, Y, and Z? It sells people on you as a leader and you as a visionary and you as a thinker, but it doesn't necessarily sell them the product. Like people want to address immediate everyday concerns. So as you're polling your audience or having these intake conversations, start to think about what people are saying that's actually an expression of pain or frustration. And that will help you hone in on what to create for them. And it might already be happening, like you might already be hearing the same questions over and over again with them asking specifically for a solution from you. You know, open up your ears and pay attention to the words that they use. And I just want to add one last thing, Jenny, is that just recently, the reason that this podcast topic came to be is that we have seen in our Soulful MBA clients and in our Facebook clients that people are starting to do this. I don't think we saw people talking about pre-selling three, four years ago. I feel like our audience and our followers are evolving into entrepreneurs in front of our eyes because I see them pre-selling. They're doing it and it works and it's always surprising to them. All they do is ask and they get the sale and it's so exciting and we're super proud of them, but it's just, it's really amazing to see that this is happening. It is. And it's really a good feeling to get paid to build your product. (laughs) So just keep that in mind. If it feels a little scary or a little bit intimidating, just think about the feeling of going at home and actually being paid to create your digital offering versus making it and then hoping you'll recoup your costs and it will have been worth your time later on. Okay, so that's all we have for you today. You can join us next Wednesday where we will give you a how-to lesson in pre-selling as well as give you some roadblocks and hurdles to avoid in the process. And we will see you Monday for a full episode. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Bye. Are you struggling to find the time to build your business? We are constantly asked how we do it all. 
between running multiple software companies, serving on the boards of nonprofit organizations, raising children, and finding time for ourselves, we've had to develop specific habits and strategies to fit it all in. Entrepreneurship has been the most empowering thing we've ever done, and we are determined to not let overwhelm and inefficiency prevent you from experiencing the same magic in your life. Learn the specific techniques we've used to build our businesses in our Make Room for Magic course. Learn how to simplify your life and create space for your business for only $97. In just a few short hours, you'll be able to find the hidden pockets of time in your day that will allow you to make your dreams come true. You can learn more at makeroomformagic.com. Da, 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 da.